When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. And friends, we are back with our episode seven spoiler discussion, uh, the the dark along the ways. Wow. Right. That's all uh, I have to say. Uh, wow. As yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, blood and ashes. What just happened packed jam-packed episode it's almost as if we were in the ways um, on the book we were on the path and we accidentally took a step and now we're way off you know yeah uh, this was the biggest departure from the books i would say but you know what i loved every stinking second of it i loved it too i loved it too and i know that's the thing right is that this is going to be uh discussed as a a big departure or things are different but still uh, to me, I, the, the drama, the suspense, the way they wove in the backstory for Rand and everything, the dragon men, all of it just connects. It still works really well. It works really well as another telling. And it's it's dramatic and emotional, you know, so I am just like beyond pumped about this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely insane uh, to say the least. Um as about this episode like my gosh man we started off with the we started off when we're in the ways remember matt did not join the group i think to me that's even more at that that after seeing this episode and seeing some of the things that Rand says some like the joke he cracks when loyal is like talking forever right uh and and like that's a matt line so i think some of that dialogue that would have been matt's right got carried over to other characters. So um, I think if you're still watching this for the first time and you have no idea that about the Barney Harris sort of leaving the show, you're not going to have any clue. 
without having read the books and also having that knowledge. So I do think it was still, it was fine, but I mean, that's something we noticed and because we're all like super fans here. Right. But uh, I thought the ways were cool. Some interesting things happened. Um, Egwene, you know, I didn't mean to channel. We see the Machin Shin. Padon Fane is in there. We hear the whistle. There's a Trollic. Yeah. We get out of there. We're in Faldara. We meet Ingtar and Lord Algamar. Um, and then we lost Loyal. Didn't see Loyal again. Uh, and right, the, he's and, he's wandering around the library. Well, I know, I know, but it was just like, oh, yeah. I didn't see him. We did, we did see Padon Fane come through, and then we get some serious backstory. The band is back together. Um, with, and this is when I think it got really, really, really good, which is, um, you know, just Nynaeve, Egwene, Perrin, who might have feelings for Egwene and Rand, right? We're going through all of that. We dive into Lan and Nynaeve a bit more. We get to see, you know, that was amazing. All of the stuff with Lan and Nynaeve here. They, to me, the way they're handling the, their relationship in the show is better than it is in the books because in the books I've always felt like it's sort of especially in either world I'm like when we're reading it for the first time I'm like where did this even come from uh and right. then and then you know you then you move into Rand learning he's the dragon um through the fever dream right we do get they they do show the fever dream they kind of changed it a little bit I thought that was cool we move into um them leaving essentially rand leaving talking yeah. to moraine we're going to the blight but the big i would say highlight of the show was the opening and then and then men talking to rand and the, the, that full combination of blood snow what happens at dragon mount tam finding rand all of that was by far the the stealer of the show i would say everybody in the comments was like this is amazing Right. Again, you're you're tabling that conversation for later. You don't show the fever dream. It's something that sits with Rand. He dwells on it. He thinks about it later. Uh, it's me, Moraine. Right. Uh, it, once he makes that proclamation, he knows that here's why they probably have a conversation. But it was it was great because we needed to. And again, Nynaeve in the ways has her moment where she is just like, uh, you know, going freaking Neo in there. The one Matrix style and just, right. you know what I mean? So she's got to be the dragon, right? And everyone sees that. And Moraine is now really just sort of confused. And, and and what do we do? But Rand knows that it's him. He's channeling. He's in denial. Uh, the Black Wind was telling him things that were very interesting. You know, uh, quick, quick, quick thing here. Something funny you mentioned. When everyone's hooking up, right? Ny Nynaeve is going, <laughs> going to see land. And then right. you were like, so we had a Gwen is going to see... Um, uh, uh rand right rand. They're, they're together and then you said you know who's pairing with right like like who's where, where's pairing right? right and then and then i i didn't even think about it but like the real question was where's loyal any other right. here up there <laughs> you know <laughs> there it was, man everybody was getting uh getting in on it um so that yeah so that was all great so um there was there was a little bit of matt talk and i would say the biggest thing as i mean what, what were your thoughts on this moraine Giving the message to Lady Amelisa, hey, go tell the Reds about Matt no. Cawthon. All right, Red Aja. Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blown on that. I know that was wild. Uh, so he's he's gonna be captured by the Red Aja, and that's that's kind of a big deal. I think it's really just that it's so important that we get him. Uh, she probably knows he can't channel, so can't be gentled, but there's something to him, there's something special. 
and she wants him found and kept. So, yeah, that was huge. That was huge, actually. So, do you think? Do you do you think that we are going to have some sort of Matt resolution in the next episode, or do you think it's just going to be brushed over until season two? Yeah, no, I think he's out. I think it's all the rumors were true. I think he just he didn't return. Uh, they even said that in the dialogue. Like that was even said in the um, by Rand or somebody. He didn't. He didn't come back. He didn't come back with us, sort of thing. He's and and it right. was like okay, it just told us all that he didn't come back after the closure, and and that happened, right. and they moved on without him for whatever reason. Um, and that's okay. We we have a new with he's he's been um, recast. It was great though to hear all the good conversation among the cast about Matt. And and Barney did a great job, and it was was wonderful. Um, so it was good to hear them kind of defending him. I would do anything for him. All all that stuff was 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 good. I think it added some resolution to his arc in in the, in all of this. I don't think he's he's not coming back for the last episode, um, and that just is what it is, and it's okay, right? But hey, speaking of new things, as uh, you know, we're, we're part of this <clears throat> great podcasting network here uh, with uh, Fansided. And uh, there's a new podcast coming. Okay. Check this out. It's called Blind Blindsided. Okay. You probably heard a little preview about it. It's got some big, got some big star guests coming to this, right? So yeah. the Players Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast, Blindsided. Hosts are former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Uh, Diane McIntosh. The show will share the moments from a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became their most important issue and focus of their lives. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. Guests this season include uh, Kevin Love of Cleveland Cavaliers fame. You know, I loved it, man. That yeah. two, what is it, 20, 2016 season? Oh, yeah. When, yeah, when we, when we took the championship, just back there dropping threes. <laughs> you got Paul Bissonnet, who's a uh, hockey player. I'm not as familiar with him, but from what I can see, he was the biz nasty. Okay. That, that yeah. seems to be his nickname. <laughs> and former NFL Super Bowl champion and MVP, Kurt Warner. Okay. Who I'm very familiar with. I mean, that dude threw like 41 touchdowns, league MVP. He was a grocery, he was work, he was out of the league. He was in arena football. He bounced around. He goes to NFL Europe. He's literally bagging groceries. Okay. 1999. Trent Green gets injured. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Dick Vermeil, the head coach of the St. Louis Rams. Well, let's give, let's go give Kurt Warner a shot. Kurt Warner comes in, takes the league over with Marshall Falk, Emmett Smith, or not Emmett Smith, Marshall Falk, Tory Holt, Isaac, Isaac Bruce. They go to the Super Bowl. They play the Titans. They win by one yard. It's great. 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 Yeah. And there's a movie coming out about him. Yeah, which is which is cool. So, I mean, again, that's your those are some pretty big, heavy hitting guests on a podcast blindsided where they talk about mental health. And I think it's really neat. You know, there's all different types of mental illness, mood disorders, anxiety disorders, personality, uh, eating, substance abuse, all of those things. And so it sounds like they're going to be talking about the various uh, types of mental health on that podcast with big time athletes, which I think is right. It's cool. Right. Because so. athletes also face a lot of, you know, pretty specific stuff. I mean, you look at CTE and what's going on there. Yeah. So anyway, so it says plan your work 
and work your plan. For many athletes, sayings such as these could be considered scripture, permanent um, signposts lining the long road to success in sports. For some, the very act of pursuing a career in sports can give a sense of control, a sense of safety, so long as you stick to the plan. That is, until life happens. Um, the kind of life that happens while you're making other plans, breakdowns, insecurity, panic attacks, PTSD, addiction, sudden life changes. Ones that require an athlete to toss aside their well-laid plans and answer the question, what's your next play? Blindsided is a podcast about sports, mental health, and life. Hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. Um, the podcast will share and analyze the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and what happened when it did. The podcast lets listeners hear these athletes describe moments when mental health became the most important focus on their lives. Blindsided then dives in deeper. It gets clinical and it allows listeners to leave with an understanding of the different varieties of mental health challenges people face. Um, why they appear and how athletes in particular face them down blindsided is a sports podcast, not only for people who follow sports, but for those who don't. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. And also, Hey, I want to uh, leave folks with a quote here just because no one else can heal or do the inner work for you. Doesn't mean you can should or need to do it alone. So let blindsided podcast be uh, a part of your mental health journey. Go over there, give them a listen, give them a review and tell them that Matt Nez sent you. Um, the two other things really quick here. And then uh, I think we will, we got to, we were going to pull somebody in. Uh, what did you think about, cause there's just so much in the, in this episode, it, we're going to be here clearly for a while. And we got everybody in the chat talking too. what were your, what, I mean, what were your thoughts sort of on to grain, right. And the, and the cold opening, I thought it was amazing. The fight scene was epic. They did. That's our first shot of Aiel fighting. And I think they did. They did it as an absolutely great job. I mean, she or she is like, we're talking nine months pregnant, like ready to pop this baby out. And she's fighting. She fights about five different soldiers with two spears. Right. That was wild, man. So again, it just showed you that the IEL are on another level. First of all, um, you know, and, and she, she's out there doing her thing. The, the IEL war right there on the slopes of, of dragon Mount. We've hot, we've had a lot of references to, um, what happens there guitarists foretelling uh men now seeing something uh to grain is they're fighting it's 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 a whole it's a whole thing and i loved it it was it was a really cool way um to to do it it shows us that this so in the future when you bring up the IEO, we will know this this warrior like group is out there and they're not to be messed with right uh you know so yeah i thought it was fantastic yeah. and um, Tam was that, that was I, I never thought we'd see just when the sword shows up, you don't even have to say it's him. Right. But just, you see the hair and Mark blade and you're like, Oh my God, like there he is. So, and then, um, some of the prophecies that men gave, right. She, she's, she sees Perrin with the yellow eyes. She's looking at the other, she saw Rand with a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she gives Moraine. Uh, her own prophecy saying that the Amarlin seat yeah. will be your undoing. Right. Again, so <clears throat> th this is the thing with prophecy. Sometimes you you sometimes will hear what you want to hear in it, or it can be misleading, uh, or there's there's only partial pieces to it. So which Amarlin are we talking about? You know, is Suan going to be that Amarlin all the time? The position can, or the person in the position in the seat can change. So. 
Right. Yeah. Comment here. We are no longer, women are no longer complaining about the difficulty of labor. It was barely a hindrance. Hashtag sarcasm. But I saw that. I was like, oh, now, by the way, the com <laughs> the comments on our live tonight, like when we were doing the whole thing, uh, I mean, braid tugging naive after hooking up with land. All of that was serious. was killing me. Serious. Hey, seriously. I mean, hey, Serena Williams won the French Open when she was pregnant. So, I mean, yeah. this this was even beyond that. This is about as hardcore as you can get. But the actress who plays her, my God, she didn't even have a single line. And somebody said that. It was like everyone's like saying she didn't even have a single line and she crushed it out of the park. I think yeah, I think somebody yeah. said that um, she's more of like a stunt actress. It's like, great. And that's a cool way to do it, to yeah. bring in stunt people, you know, and give them some cool stuff, but kind of feature them a little bit. I that was that that was awesome it was just so so well done yeah because she's out there doing uh, all, all that you know crazy stunt work and and choreographing all that fight sequence that makes makes sense you don't have to it's nothing needs to be said there doesn't need to be any dialogue i thought it was great the way they did yeah. it, so um so i mean what do you, again we'll talk about it because uh, we were getting comments and stuff like that about people who are like man this is you know, previously we have there's been small changes from the mm -hmm. books, I would say this is and I've been saying this plot wise, we're still where we should be. Right. Yeah, sure. Like we're about to go to the we're, we're about yeah. to we're about to we're about to end book one, go to the eye of the world. Character development, though, we are way ahead. I mean, what do you, I mean, what do you, what do you, I mean, I yeah. like it because I think we can save a lot of time down the road. Right. By bringing a lot of this stuff forward. I mean, what do you, what do you think yeah. about the way they're doing it? No, for sure. Like these characters, um, their relationships are further along their relationships, just even in, in the growth that they've had from leaving Emmons field, um, getting some of their powers and meeting other powerful individuals. That's, that's been really cool. Uh, a lot of what I thought, you know, prior going into to season one, I thought with dialogue, you can do quite a bit. So when Suan in the last episode uh, mentions Camelin and mentions the eye of the world, that's what gets us there. It, it took away from what, you know, um, Loyal, the Tinkers and everyone else in the book sort of says to Moraine in Camelin. But the information still came from Camelin and it comes through Suan. And she's now more a part of this with Moraine, which almost feels a little bit like better because when you get to it in the great hunt when suan is just there and asking moraine you know i haven't heard from you what's been going on this way in the show it does feel like she was more a part of this decision and you get to sort of see behind the curtain if you will so yeah um just some, a lot of comments here about the cold open sorry logan your cold open just got beat um you know way to go rafe you sob you're, you're you're pulling it off i mean people yeah. this is seeming to be everyone's favorite episode well i mean okay i'll, I'll tell you this as a fan i'm sitting there watching the naive land stuff and my heart is just like pat i'm like please just go ahead and do it just it's it's time like have them hook up have them make out something the tension's been building moraine says something about it earlier i didn't think they were going to do it mid-episode you were like no, she's coming back in that room. When Lan takes his shirt off, I was like, there's no way. They're not going to be that bold. They're not going to go for it. Rafe is that bold. He is that they are going for this. And I think it's I think it's fan fantastic. The whole channeling in the ways thing was was cool. The misdirection with the Gwen channeling versus Rand 
uh, uh, channeling. And then even Nynaeve is doing her thing and you're like, oh, she's the dragon. I mean, it's just it's got us pulled all over the place. And I think it's good and suspenseful and it builds builds drama, you know? So, yeah, um, let me pull this up here um, just really quick because I'm going to share my screen because um, and I got to say, I mean, we knew that the actress was going to be different. So this is fan art of men and a lot of the fan art about men sort of describes her in this depiction and they went with a, a way different sort of adaptation of her with Kay Alexander, who, you know, she was Leaf in Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But man, I think she's knocking in right men, excuse me, right out of the park. I love, I kind of, I like, I like the way they changed her. I think it works. I think it, I think it, man, I think it's, I think she was great as men. I've just, you know, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's just not how I had envisioned her because I've seen all this fan art that describes her this way and stuff like that. Um, I love it. I love, love, love the way they're doing it too. I mean, making her sort of like a barmaid too. And like, right. I think it's great. Right. And also uh, showing, showing us that the ice that I know about her, you've got Lady Amelie there um, who is uh, close to the white tower sends messages. Uh, they're all that, you know, the eyes and ears are, are connected here and they're protecting men. I mean, Moraine says if she, if it was known what she could do, she would be hassled, called a dark friend, possibly. So, yeah, and I think she's you're right. The actress is doing a, a wonderful job. Her her costume, her design, uh, the fact that she's here in Baldara, still fine. Works. I mean, she was at um, what was it? The Stag and Lion in, in, in Barillon. So she was she, she uh, that was kind of she's just it's just a different bar, different place. And still Moraine knows her. It's still just in a different spot. And now it's at a m much more. Um, needed Meaningful. yeah like the need is great we we really need to to rely on her and it works out it's almost again sort of the wheel weaving as it wills we're in the ways and we have to divert um the guiding is is all mismarked and who would do this loyal's got to take us to Baldara, um which is which is cool so um so i guess uh we'll talk about this and then we can dive in i guess to some kind of thoughts theories about the next episode because there were some things I thought we would see perhaps. Um, and then something we did see, which we kind of saw in the preview yesterday. And it's a kind of lead us into predictions, kind of thoughts for, for next week. And then we can come back and do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. We, we still, other than the dark one being in the prison, have we really established a season one villain? I know we see put on Fane, mm -hmm. but We've only we we saw Padon Fane in in the first episode, and then we've heard the whistling throughout. But again, that's like tiny. You really have to be paying attention to that to sort of your main viewer. If you don't know what's going on, who are you? Are you like, I guess just the Dark One, and just then we've the, seen the hey. visions, the visions of like Balzaman. Perhaps they don't know that, but right. And and what's pretty cool about Padon Fane, and some people are saying they might change him to one of the Forsaken. Guys, leave us a comment about that. We had tons of comments saying. Bane is going to be a, a uh, Forsaken. But um, yeah, and Emin Valda was also very villainous, the White Cloaks. Now, the Dark One, yeah, is that looming threat uh, that we have to go face. The Dark One's army has been there, so we've only seen the Dark One just in dreams a little bit, uh, you know, hinted at. I really think Padon Fane is going to be revealed as something more, something different, an agent, a direct agent working for the Dark One, we find out later in the books, we find out he's like the dark one's hound. Right. And he is 
just sent out to find the dragon and track and report information. But he, and it, well, he grows into something much more and something distant, actually, from separate from the dark one. So we'll see if that's what they're going to do uh, there. So right now, if you're, if you're a, just a show watcher, you're looking at Pot on Fade and you're saying something fishy. Throw another fish right. reference in there. Something fishy right. Well, we did remember Perrin did say, I think I just saw Pot on Fade. She's like, mm -hmm. the peddler, he died. He died in, at the bell time um, right. and stuff like that. And God, the shot of him that was so cool was when like the lightning in the waves goes off and you can just see him standing there so 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 cool and then we see him walk and then we see him walk through so um yeah i mean where knowing we're knowing just where we're at in the show we're going to the eye of the world next episode i mean what are what are sort of our what are sort of our, our early thoughts of next week the season finale well, I, I think actually, uh, you know, you just set it up there when we, we were talking earlier about Pot on Fane and the Dark One. So Fal Faldara will have its own issue with someone sneaking around uh, who works for an agent of the Dark One who is looking for something. Now, we know there's a great question up here. Why, why would Fane be following them if, if they don't have the dagger? Um, I don't know. Did, did, you know, Lan throws the uh, garment over it and maybe he does have it. Not really sure. But he he is he did follow them he did track them he's he's under orders from the dark one I believe to keep eyes on them so two things set up here you've got the issue at Faldara and Tarwin's Gap um, where our main cast is going to stay Moraine and Rand we can tell they've just entered the blight and so they will go to the Eye of the World alone um, I think they're they're going to go there and they're going to have their own battle and those two are going at it with the dark one I think we're going all the way there. And we'll see either the Forsaken or some of the Forsaken, the Green Man. I don't know what all we will see, but there's definitely a battle coming to Tarwin's Gap. And that's just, I mean, if you go off of the Eye of the World, that's what happens. So we'll see everyone gather their forces and say, basically, can anyone here channel? I mean, one Aes Sedai would be a great benefit to their forces. So Eye of the World prologue next episode. That could be, that could be interesting. If Hold open, do, you mean? We yeah. know that Luce Theron has been cast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, I guess where I'm at is, I, I think I agree with you. I think we're going to be in two separate sort of forces here. You're going to have Rand and Moraine go to the Eye of the World. Trollocs and everything come to uh, Tyrant's Gap, right? The whole deal. Yeah. We're going to be fighting there. Um, I think it's possible even some reinforcements show up, right? Because remember they said, Hey, uh, send message that mm -hmm. to go find Matt Cawthon. Maybe that was supposed to happen. And then Matt was actually supposed to show up with more ice and eye or something. And we have this sort of fight potentially. Yeah. Um, we know there's the shot. Remember, um, it was in one of the it was like behind the scenes trailer where we see the forces riding. Remember, they're on the beach and there's like a car right. filming. Right. So we know we know we're gonna get that. Land could be leading forces there. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and then I think we're gonna have Rand and Moraine at the eye of the world. Sure. And I and I think it's definitely gonna be different because I think whether it's Padon Fane and Balsamon slash Ashamael, or they just maybe do something. Remember, because we keep seeing this guy in the dreams with the glowing eyes, right? Or right. maybe they just sort of blend them even further. You know, just it is Ashamael, and like 
we go down this route, right? We go down, we, we go down this route of um, perhaps, I don't know, showing, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. It's something's going to happen well, to where you have, you have to build suspense at the eye of the world to not just make it a fight. Cause remember they keep talking about the, what if the dragon joins the dark one? Yeah. Yeah. I get you. And so, yeah, so they're going there. Some, some folks we have, we have some comments in here talking about the idea that maybe uh, Lan might try to track like Nynaeve and Lan might say, okay, we're going after them. We're not letting them go alone. And maybe they do take off through the blight themselves. His, his bond with Moraine has been masked. So he can't sense her, can't find her necessarily, but their tracking abilities, maybe they can get there. Also, if they go, I don't think they're going to do this, but you know, in to find the eye of the world in the book, it was need driven. So if you had great need, that was what allowed you to find the eye of the world. And Moraine says that her need or their need uh, was greater than any other need in the world at that time. Like they needed to get there more than anything. And so that's what allows them to find the eye of the world. I don't know if Lan or Nynaeve might go down that path or hear something more about it from some of the legend or the lore there in Baldara. But um, that would be that would be interesting if they did go after them. I kind of think they're going to stay put and but it but again what you know it they might attempt to to, to like leave and say hey we're going to go and then they're cut off i think their intent will be to go there but they're cut off or there's a, a a disturbance in or around the city so yeah here we go i thought the pick of rand with the baby was going to be a shamayel tempting rand of what could be but it was men so maybe i was wrong yeah, I mean, oh, no. that I, was I that could that could be possible too, showing him a potential life. Yeah, someone said that uh, you know it was Min when she was looking at Rand and and the baby was there that it was the baby that Moraine was looking for, the child that they mm -hmm. all were searching for that was representative of of him being the baby or the child uh, that Gatara foretold of. Yeah, right. They uh, remember Min did say three beautiful women. So yes, she did. Yes, so we, that's something we've been talking about. And I think we talked about it uh, yesterday uh, a little bit in our we were doing a live hangout yesterday as well. And we were that's one of the things we were talking about was the potential of Rand's lovers, whether they end up getting married or not. Or I don't know even that the show is going to go down there. I think he's just going to have love interests and it's just going to be what it is. Um, but they're definitely I believe. Nope, we're we're doing that. Mm hmm. Yeah, which is cool. There was a lot of joking going on. There was a, a reference to the circus chapters, uh, a menagerie. Oh it was there. The references were there. And we've been making a lot of jokes about it. Like it's something they could cut. But it seems like men for foresaw it. So we will see. Although Rand's not really around that. It's kind of funny that maybe the, of the beautiful women that are around him, one of them will be. And so that was kind of kind of fascinating. Um, yeah, let me see. Uh, so so we're, people are talking about it. Loose Theron a little bit here. Um, we do know Loose Theron has been cast. Um, I think it's going to be explained. I think I think next episode we will get that. We will get some of the Eliana, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. chapter just because Moraine and Rand are going to have to, she's going to have to tell him stuff. I think he's going to ask who about the dragon and she's going to mm -hmm. give him the backstory. We'll do a little bit of a lore dump there. Right. Right. And it, even if he does, you know, you talked about earlier, the idea that the dark one might try to convince or bring Rand or the dragon over to his side. Uh, he could also shed some light on that or, or talk about it. So Moraine could on the way, 
And then the dark one distorts it and gives them maybe a different vision or speaks to just loose Theron. And that would send a chill down your spine, right? If he speaks not to Rand, but to loose Theron. And all of a sudden you, you have that going on. So um uh just uh so, so let's dive in let's dive into some of the comments here what everyone was thinking you guys just leave us comments let us know what what you guys what, what you guys thought of the episode what was your favorite part um because there's just so much to break down and then kind of like what do you think is going to happen uh next week a lot of people are saying loose theron definitely happening next week um i was hoping we'd get to see the flame in the void right we did uh also i got my hope up to see the void and the flame in action when he was using the bow i think they kind of tease that a little bit oh. I mean, just because he's like focusing in while he was um while he was doing it the music kicks in when he does that i mean all of a sudden the revelations are hitting like i told you before right when he was first shooting at the target i was like he's hitting the red What's he doing? He's hitting right. the red. I mean, it's come on. Not, like they always in the books talk about the two, the, the competition, their bowmanship, uh, two rivers, long bows, all that kind of stuff. And he was hitting red and then he seeks the void. Like it's implied it's there. You can kind of, it's a, you can infer uh, that he was in the zone and he starts hitting the yellow mark, the bullseye. And I was like, Holy smokes. I just, I got chills all over. I was like, Oh my God. And he starts recalling event after event after event. And I was like, he and then boom like matt the arrow would come back and then bam he'd have a memory he'd hit another one bam memory bam memory i was like oh my god they are just it's he's letting it all out it's great are we gonna are we gonna see the horn of valir uh i think so are we going to get stuff at are we going to get a dragon banner and perhaps this horn of valir and stuff at the eye of the world uh, even if they don't mention it and they just pull it out of some chest or it's something he, that is brought back yeah that'd be cool he opens some chest that he finds there, and it's just got a bunch of different stuff in it. The dragon's banner and, and the horn of Valir. I mean, important objects. Right. The 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 Sidene pool. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're going to see it or not, but I sure as heck hope we do. It also they could do the horn a whole different way and actually have a an, an actual hunt for it and find it. <laughs> right. They need to, they need to go over the prophecy for the dragon. If you are not a book reader, you will be confused as to why it's important that he was born on the slope of Dragon Mount. Yeah, they. Have they said? I'm trying to remember. Have did, I don't think they've actually talked about Dragon Mount this this season. Rand looked at it; it was like that mountain looks familiar, but I don't believe they've they've said the significance of it. Yeah, I I I, uh, I think you're right. I know they've mentioned the dragon, the original dragon, and what the kind of his shortcomings. Um, but did I don't help me out in the comments, guys? If they actually mentioned his you know, him being on Dragon Mount and summoning the power and basically creating it. I mean, it's I don't know if that's going to be mentioned. It needs to be explained. Though. I agree with that comment. Need more. Lan, Lan gives Nynaeve his ring and asks to go steady. Okay, okay. Um, what did you think of the relationships, man? I mean, what do you think of all that? Like, like again, I, Rand I and love... Egwene, not Nynaeve, Nynaeve and, and Lan. Yeah, I do think Egwene and I do think Egwene and Rand is going again. We we talked about this well before season one, especially when we hadn't seen a lane cast, and we were we were talking about. I think they're going to have to push the Egwene Rand romance further because mm -hmm. otherwise, uh, it would be it would be over by like episode two. It's like, well, mm -hmm. hold on a second. I mean, so you need that, and then we also talked about go back. I mean, go back and look at our episodes, and people were criticizing and saying there's no way. 
people, even people were criticizing us and stuff like that. Right. We said, I'm pretty sure we did a full episode just on Nynaeve and Land's romance saying you're going to have to push it out and expand it more. Yeah, show, show and they are earlier and they are and they are and and it's that is fantastic that is fantastic i'm loving that they're doing that yeah yeah it was it was great um again there's just a lot of uh yeah, yeah. it was the very it was the very first episode i felt um every character had good pacing it was yes i i agree and i think it i think having them all in the same room which we haven't had right uh talking to each other gives them time to all be their own characters where i think it what it was an episode um episode four i want to say yeah that's the low gain episode like Egwene and perrin get like almost shortchanged because mm-hmm. we only we can only we only have time to cut to them for a second right yeah no it was good there was there was a it was a good spread i think you said even during our watch that can you imagine if Matt was there, you know, it actually did sort of open up the dialogue for everyone else to in that room to discuss and get to know one another, talk a bit more. Um, I was surprised, by the way, uh, the Egwene parent stuff. That was shocking. I thought that yeah. was I didn't think they were going to do that at all. Um, and then also the Machin telling Perrin that you killed Layla because you loved another yeah now that's not so that's where the lies come in i think it tell it it can hint towards or it can pull on some some uh various i don't know wisp of of truth but it's not that seems that seems to be wrong i think what perrin said was true is that he did love you know uh layla but yeah he it doesn't mean that he didn't have feelings for Egwene prior to and then once once rand and and her go um rand and Egwene go steady okay you know uh, she's made her choice, and then he, you know, was he? I mean, he did propose on the same day, but who knows? Maybe with the timing is different. Maybe he was already over Egwene, and who knows? They haven't. They didn't yeah, really uh, people seem split. People uh, seem pretty split over Perrin and Egwene, um, right? Feel like it's just a way to cause drama. Um, it was unnecess. Yeah. It was unnecessary. Didn't like it. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely different. And I will also agree. I guess. Unless it becomes important later, I don't really understand the purpose of it just yet. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't either. I I do remember when I was first reading The Eye of the World and when they're with the Tinkers and he's upset with Aram and all that kind of stuff. I was like, okay. I mean, I didn't even feel like he was upset with him or any of the Tinkers when Egwene was dancing away. But in, in the actual book, it was like he was almost more upset that Egwene, who's Rand's girl is dancing with this other guy. That's what I kind of felt like there. And, uh, you know, you could have implied, or it could have been inferred that maybe he had feelings for at that moment in the book, possibly that's a bit of a stretch, but yeah, they went, they went for it. And maybe it could be a setup later when Fayil enters and you could maybe still have him have feelings for a or he's got to put then... it to rest. He has, or he has to, maybe right. he's reassuring, uh, Fayil, Right, that he has no feelings, and it's the same sort of thing he's in right now, which is like telling Rand, "No, I have no feelings for her. I only ever loved Layla." Um, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be awkward later, probably. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of people are kind of out on 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 that a little bit, just saying, you know, I feel like it's just TV drama, uh, just to make things seem more seem more interesting. Um. 
Yeah, again, so, uh, so many comments here, and I want to get back to one. Can we talk about how amazing the opening was? Hope they uh, keep the choreography for the IO fights like that. Really shows how badass they are. Absolutely, my God, the IEL opening was amazing. Best, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, and I think I think we need to see um, more of that and understand uh, just how dangerous they are and why they can be so destructive. You know, in the book, it's real scary when they unite and they come uh versus king layman and they go into kyrian and, and the whole thing it's it's really not good now no one really knew their true intent uh coming in they it gets a little confused they think they're just invading all of you know uh the the, the westerlands but they're they're not uh so yeah it was cool though it was definitely definitely neat to see that and i i hope we see you know a lot more of those fight sequences because like you said early that felt like game of thrones on another level for a hot second mm -hmm. there the fighting and stuff. Any chance, any chance we don't do Fayil and Nynaeve, or excuse me, Egwene fills Fayil's role and Egwene and Perrin actually get together? No. I mean, real, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't just know. Just tossing I, it out there. No, that's, yeah, have you stopped me for a second? I mean, again, I don't want to, I don't want to say, I shouldn't have said no there because, you know, the way they're doing stuff in the show here. Who freaking knows? Did Lan have those scars in the hot tub scene? Don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Don't, not that I. Not that I remember. Um, but we were more looking at the gluteus stop, maximus. Stop, stop with the heresy. Absolutely not. <laughs> the WT. Oh yeah, I believe he was watching. Um, yeah. yeah, because you know we, we we start talking about stuff that's like going to be you know, going, going to be cut, merged, mixed. Cause I think I'm still right now. I would say that I, I'm still, <laughs> I'm, I'm still on the train of, I don't know that we're going to get a Lida and that Leandrin's going to fill some of that role since they've already been teasing the sort of the descent she's growing in the tower. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, but could you cut out Fael? I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Well, again, I mean, you're when you talk about cutting out Elida, that's it's also crazy too. She's the Omerlin. She is right. the. I mean, she is. And somebody actually, Omerlin. that's what it was. Somebody asked us about that. Um, it was Stephanie Milligan, perhaps she's in here quite a bit. She asked about that. Uh, we can talk about. It. I don't. I don't have the quote now. It's too far. It's too far back in the thread. Sorry about that. But uh, she did. Uh, blue. Uh, blue. She asked about men's vision, saying that the Omerlin will be your undoing. Yeah, so again, if you're going to blend Leandrin and Elida, then it's Leandrin, and we've already seen a lot of that that conflict in in contrast. We don't get, we probably will not get um, more rain. I don't know. Well, maybe we still could in Camelin. The whole Camelin piece and how they're going to weave the search for the horn, maybe or all that stuff. Who knows? Are they going to instead of Kyrian, do they go to Camelin uh, next next season? I have no freaking clue. But yeah, it will be interesting. If they blend the characters, then it's going to be important for Leandrin to have that gift of foretelling as well. So you'll have to give that to her. And then you have to find someone else to take the girls on the on a black Aja, you know, hunt or whatever. I, you know, who knows? People are so. talking about that the veil should have been up um, while she while she while she was fighting. She was caught off guard giving birth. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's only <laughs> down for a little bit. It's only it's it's yeah. It's up for most and of it. I, 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 I think also too. I mean, that's what I I think when we do meet the maidens of the spear and we get more into full Aiel and and many episodes, 
Um, I think it's also just sort of a a way to give that actress a little do so you can actually see her face and she's only yeah. I mean she's an important character that we're only getting for you know like 10 you know I don't even know how many minutes total three minutes probably of screen time right. so I, I would say that that's 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 probably one of the reasons they did it um too and she was fantastic in that role I mean the stunt she's doing was awesome yeah um yeah for sure a couple things here what, what if did your you water think? if your water breaks you get a break uh agreed wow okay um <laughs> What did you guys think about uh, when Moraine said to Lan that she likes Nynaeve? She likes her. It's it's yeah. honestly the more you re- when you read the books, I kept waiting for Moraine to say something like that to him directly, but it's all I don't know private between those two. Again, this is where I think the show does a good job of showing us things that aren't in the books that probably were there. That probably is a meeting, whether it's in Faldara or somewhere else. But she probably did say at one point to Lan privately, I know what's going on. I do like that. I do like her, you know, whatever. I feel like because she she sets all of this up to protect Lan for her later on once she's able to become full. I said, I guess more technical in the book because Nynaeve has to go through tower training and all that stuff, too. But I thought it was cool that she came right out and said it. So what did you think? of um what did you think of Nynaeve being called an Aes Sedai and they think and they were like land like his family right you know did you did you think yeah hey, what's that they did they think that he was her warder or something uh yeah no it's again I don't know how much was said there it looks like he got right in there and was able to talk to them Moraine knew that he needed to say some goodbyes because they're going to the eye of the world and this might be the last chance he has to go to go have a night like that. So it was cool that they that she's mistaken for an Aes Sedai that will happen later on in the series. They'll go undercover. And so that's the first sort of mention of of that. And Nynaeve is the one who doesn't necessarily want to join up with the White Tower and is very combative and questioning of Moraine. And that's why I think it's so interesting that Moraine does like her the way that she does. And she she appreciates her. um her leadership, her questioning, her pushback, and and all of that. I think it's I think it's a good thing. Right now, Egwene still seems really innocent of all of them, and still seems to be the one who, yes, let's just do what's right and has a pure heart. Wants to kind of, um, this is the right thing to do. We need to go do it. And yeah, could so. talk. This could be a, a a change too. At least you know much earlier on. Will Moraine pass the bond to Nynaeve? Directly. I think she will. I don't think there'll be any slipping around. I'm a, that's a great question. And I I think if you're going to make a change in the show, of all the changes they've made, like why go through the extra hoop jumping there? And right. it just makes a more direct connection between those two individuals. And I think there's a great appreciation that, uh, that Nynaeve would get from Moraine just doing that. So, yeah. 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 Um yeah, because where we're at in the books, you know, uh, for our podcast, um, if you guys, it's my first read through. So I'm only in, into book five. Well, where I'm at right now, I'm like, hey, this would be a perfect thing. I do know a little bit that kind of happens that there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, but ultimately, I agree. I think I think that would be a good spot to do it. Right. Right. So stuff like that will be those are, I think, positive season, changes. End, that... of, end of season three or beginning of season four, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Um, let's see here. Oh man, there's so much, uh, so many comments. Yeah, what about the Sean Chan for the next episode? I, I, I really need to see a hundred uh, Sean Chan ships. Uh, after that, the episode is finished. Now we did talk about that a little bit. Hey, there's ships disappearing off the west. Right. Um, we did. Uh, yeah, we we had our our blue sister saying that back at the tower was going to go there and check it out. That's why she wanted more rain to stay in the tower. Uh, I think, yeah, we're going to see the, we're going to see those ships and it wouldn't surprise me if it is a, a post-credit scene. I am also hoping for a post-credit scene where we see a dark friend social, or we see something else to let us know that the fight's not over. Uh, it, even if it's, I mean, I guess like the Shan Chen, that's, that's another way to do it too. It doesn't seem more like, I don't know. Cause Rand's going to believe that or Moraine, whoever that they've won or that they've Rand will, right. That they've defeated the dark one. And there needs to be something for the audience to say the story is not over. Uh, that wasn't who we are going to ultimately uh, face. Well, I mean, it is, but <laughs> you know what I mean? So Yeah, great. Uh, another question here, just and I, I'm sure there are people doing it. Just uh, is anybody making videos of the changes? And we did one after week one, I believe. Like, hey, these are some changes that we've seen. But um, after next week, we will certainly come back and do one where we talk about a lot of the changes because there's there have been some big changes i mean this episode's like the biggest but uh there's a lot of small changes too but again a lot of them i agree with i think the well, way they moved tom Marilyn around was good um mm -hmm. i think meeting men here works yeah yeah it does it does and there again those additional those additional scenes i mean these additional scenes between rand and Egwene. Developing that relationship, I think not, not Nynaeve and Lan, um, Moraine and Lan, all the the extra side pieces, the in the private quarters or the tent or whatever, where you're showing us these conversations, they weren't always there in the books. And Rafe is doing it. He's actually showing he's extending the story a little bit, uh, although to do it, he has to change it and has to move some pieces around. I still think it's uh, I, th I think it's great. So. What do you what do you think that how do you think this episode or these next two episodes would have gone had Matt been there? Um, great question. <laughs> I think uh wow. I think it would have still still Rand figures out what he figures out. I think there's just one more guy given lines about adding into the to the conversation of what do we do? I actually think maybe he talks with Pot on Fane. I think there was some stuff probably shot between him because he's the one who knows him. And even if Perrin's the one who sees him in this episode, I think maybe it was Matt who was supposed to see him. And Perrin is doing something something else with Nynaeve and he's got the whole Egwene situation going on. So, uh, yeah, there might even be an open fight between Egwene and, and Matt about just his behavior and mannerisms and take this serious and stop with the joking or whatever. Who knows? Like, I feel like that might have been what, what they did, and he meets up with Pot on Fane. Uh, Rand and Egwene do their thing. Nynaeve and Land still happens. Perrin, we don't know, but I, I think we would have had a cool conversation. I actually think there is something missing out there in this whole Pot on Fane thing. There needed to be a little bit more of, of him. It's just been real brief teasing. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could, I, I can see, I can see it and, and agree with it. Yeah. What vision would men have had uh, for Matt? Um, and so I, I, are we, I mean, are we even going to mention him next episode? We're not going to see him, obviously. What? Yeah. Or, yeah. I think I am maybe more in line with the idea that maybe they do something where they, he's been changed. Well, 
I, I think what might happen, so, and I, I'm pretty going to mispronounce her name, but um, Lord Agamar's sister, Lady yeah. Amelise. Amelise, yeah. Uh, she definitely has eyes and ears, and she's the one sending the message back to the Red Aja, which is Leandrin. And so if I'm Leandrin, and if you're like interested in Moraine's business, Matt, you're probably wondering why, why this message came from Moraine Sedai in Baldara. How did she get there so quickly? Right, that's going to be mysterious to anyone in the Red Aja. They're going to say Moraine is up to something, and and I it won't surprise me if if they want to know more about it or call her back in for questioning or they try to find her. So that will be crazy if that happens. But yeah, yeah I think we might uh, see enough for Ryan. Ryan might end up joining us here. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. In, in, in a in a second. Um, could they do have a late studio film scene uh, with Donald? That's the the uh, new person. Just as a quick check in, I don't know how early they got him. Well, he was cast, and see, this is the interesting thing because like sometimes they announce casting people, um, so it's it's hard to tell because they just announced cast this week, and it was like these are for people. Because it's like we saw Angtar, and right. we we're like, well, he's going to be in season two. So, yeah. oh, I, and actually, I'm that, guessing. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Well, so I pulled that up. I thought that was, uh, if you guys go back to 18 minutes and 48 seconds, I thought that was Inktar. and I was because I pulled it up because I was going to mention him big time, and they say it's Lord y Yakato or, or uh, Yakota. I don't know who that is. Uh, Uno is in there. so But you're right. So Uno was a part of that group that you said, that same group where, where we said, hey, there's a list of these castings. Where's right. Inktar? That was like the other day. It was like this yeah. week they announced him. So I looked at that guy and, and what they're, I, I don't know if we have the right, um, maybe he's coming up next episode. But either way, this idea that the other cast member might be coming in uh, at the end of all of this, why couldn't you do that? You know, like as, as something to, beef up season one I'm, and explain i'm wondering because remember they said that like season two is already ordered season three is already ordered season two we know i think is filming currently or like uh -huh. was i wonder if they actually started filming i i wonder if they started filming season two like while they were doing the end of season one yeah, I don't know this uh, possibly because it was, again, a bunch of, you know, have to come back later. And it was it was a long time. It really delayed stuff. And we were, we were worried um, he was Inktar originally. He got another show opportunity. So they changed his role right. for the episode. Wow. They changed the Inktar actor. That's cool. OK, so that's interesting because he's, he's renamed there. So we'll get one for season two. Uh, and they just they renamed him. And he's not mentioned by name in this episode. Yeah, um, season season good. two. Uh, season two started filming in July. Season two finishes filming in February. You know, and it's season three is confirmed. Yeah, it's already it's already been ordered. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But the you know, it's crazy that there haven't been a lot of season two filming leaks yet. Yeah, right. No, no, that's fine. I'll tell well, it you is what, fine. I'll tell you right now, Matt and I, we're not going to say it at all on this podcast. We did. I did see one leak for the next episode. And it's mind-boggling that it has it been is. kept that under wraps. It's one yeah. of those things. It's like a Luke Skywalker moment in The Mandalorian. I am shocked that they've kept it that 
under wrap. We actually, we actually, we actually, we actually already, we did, we didn't, we did, was that, that was Patreon content, I think. Yeah. A- 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 Apple premium. Um, so if you're, and again, I yeah. label it highly classified. Oh, it's like, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous level spoilers. Yeah. And so don't, don't it, click on it, but until it's, it's after still, the it's still not, over. it's, it's still not enough to sort of give away like, no, no ev- ev- everything, but no, it, it does, no. yeah, it does kind of confirm stuff. Um, but it's cool. Um, and so it looks, it looks good. Looks really good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, man, I'm just wow. I'm loving this. Do you, I? And it, I also think that season two of this show will air earlier than it did this year. Okay. Because the Lord of the Rings show is supposed to release next year, right? Right. That's going to be September. Uh, September of this year. This this coming year. This coming year, so it's officially yeah. September. Okay, so then Wheel yeah. of Time would be could be the same, the same this November. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, because yeah, I think right. by September, Wheel uh, Lord of the Rings would be over, and then you could then we yeah send everybody from that wave right on into your uh, Wheel of into Time Wheel show, of time. which is killing it. By the way, you guys, uh, we have. I mean, clearly this show is it's good, Matt. I mean, it's really freaking good. The dialogue is good. The costuming, the pacing, the music. That sequence with Rand is going to go down as one of my just the the coming of the realization that he's the dragon. If you haven't seen this or if you haven't read the books and you don't know and they start to you know clip back through and they show you where they drop the breadcrumbs yeah. like we saw them. But if you're just a, a show only watcher, you're like breadcrumb bread. I was right. I was right. I was right. Or or you didn't see it. You didn't see it. Whatever. It was just it was great. It was great delivery. Yeah. So people, some of our patrons are actually in here and, and commenting on 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 those on those leaks and saying, "Yeah, I listened to your guys' reaction. It was, it was uh, insane. Oh, yeah, insane. It's, it's it's insane. <laughs> Don't go look them up, guys. I mean, unless you really want to. I, I was I was freaking floored, floored, and I love that's yeah. why. That's why. I'm Let me. So ju- I'll just. In. All I'll say is that is that the CGI, uh, at least in those those few little images we saw of next week, talk about. But now I know where the budget went. But they said, and you know, the crazy thing is, is that looking, even in those few images we were able to see of, of next week's episode compared to what we've seen so far is they've said that the, the first six episodes, remember, they've had to film that during like the initial COVID pandemic when like ev- banks and everything are shutting down. Um, and they said that that the cgi and practical effects and a lot of that stuff was the most impacted yeah and so because it even in what we've seen as of those few things from next week it's like and even what we saw today it's like there there is a difference in in production quality between the two just this week's episode the few images i've seen of next week's and the first six there is a a distinct oh there difference. is yeah, you talk about the, you, yeah th- this season. Just you can just tell you can just you can you can tell that these two episodes were filmed separate from these other six. I mean, we haven't seen the next episode well, yet, obviously, but it, just in seeing the leaked stuff we've seen. Yeah, and even this episode, you to me, the production quality feels a step up from where we were at with the first six. And they had said that COVID heavily impacted impacted yeah. them. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, man. I, here's the thing: you have a chance during that that break. Uh, you try to find the positives where you can. Have people watch it, take a look at some of the cuts, look at some of whatever. And I think the studio and people who come in and beta test some of this stuff said, "This show is killing it. 
and they went and said, throw some extra dollars here at the end. Or let's, let's take this to another yeah. level. I don't know. Cause it, I, it is um, awesome. I do like Nicole's comment here. One thing that is a bit annoying with streaming service shows is the inconsistency when, when they air them, but at least they take their time. Yeah. It's different than network television because like network television shows, even like the good ones, you know, it's a much smaller production because they're usually doing like 26 episode seasons, whereas streaming shows, I mean, like, and it's just so hard. I mean, look at Stranger Things. It feels like we've been waiting on, like for, for Stranger Things season four for like oh, yeah. two years, two, three years and stuff like that. Like how that how Game of Thrones was actually until the final season, how it came out like every year on the right on the dot. Yeah. yeah, It's like, how did they how they how they pull that? Because well, so many other shows, it's, it, feels, it feels like. Sometimes it's like you get season one, you get season two, you wait a year, you get season three, you wait two years, you get season four. It's like, right. And the show could grow. But I, I, right now, everything from for Wheel of Time, it looks really good and really promising. I mean, it feels like we've got season two already filming. We're already doing our thing and we're moving right along. I, that even might be a bit why the, the recasting took place is we just didn't have time. It was too much money, too many jobs, too many things going on. And so that might have been what happened with Barney is just gets in a bad spot where you can't come back or, or didn't want to or whatever because of covid and stuff and and the studios move forward so anyway yeah yeah um, how many how many seasons do you think this will take i, I think it is as many yeah as well. but but eight seems to be what everyone's saying and i think everyone's trying to hit that sweet spot of eight i think that's you know sometimes people feel like 10 is a bit too much but eight seems to be i don't know i mean we do we want 10 yeah <laughs> you know yeah that i want I th 14 sure i did i think but. you could do you know if you do let's you know because again it just depends some if you do maybe a couple in you know in like season four or five maybe you do a nine episode season or you do a one episode that's like an hour and 40 minutes or so you know something you squeeze in one really long one in there because uh you know you look at like the mandalorian um and it's like it's like wow man mandalorian it's like well We'll have a 20, you know, there's like a 30 minute episode that in a, then an hour long episode. I mean, these are going to yeah. have to be longer and game of Thrones did that toward the end. Remember in season six, we got some episodes that were over an hour, like an hour and 10 minutes. So maybe you could do something like that too. Right now, as soon as you start bringing up game of Thrones and all the seasons, well, I know, gonna, I know, you know, yeah. I know, no, no, I know it's, it's not good. I mean, I think they're doing, uh, honestly, the like, advantages that the, these books are written. They are, and you can you can actually know when to, like, whatever they left out here, if there's something important that they want to weave back in later, like, if they decide to bring Elias in at some point, not that they would or even need to, but would we all freak out about it and be like, oh, my freaking God, and if it matters and makes sense later, possibly, uh, you know, they're the ones storyboarding it out, I, I I'm, they have right. tons, they have, there's so much to, yeah, I, I, I agreed here too, and we've talked about this plenty of times too these books could have been less there's a lot of descriptions that's nice but with a visual media it's really easy to cut down um on 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 that too and again you know same thing same thing too is with with television it's like it's so much easier you know you you only you don't have to show there's a lot of things that happen over and over and over again you don't have to show that as often to 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 get like that and again we, we've talked about this too like right here book seven through nine could be one season you and i have talked about we both i still believe next season is going to be a blend of um two and three yeah yeah for sure definitely which is fine which is totally fine that that's that's doable and this was important to lay a good foundation here the eye of the world is such a, a, a climactic kind of 
you know, scene and moment that you have to have it and you have to build up to it. And it's, it's great. And I think uh, you have two of those coming up. The first three books all have that. I mean, every book people are going to say has that, has those moments, but uh, it's, there's so many details in the first book that are necessary. Uh, and we're not so sure that, you know, I mean, you have a whole book in the dragon reborn where Rand is just <laughs> moody and trying to avoid people and off on his own. Um, I want to bring up something here though, Matt, this is kind of cool. That lady Amelie's right. Uh, Lord Agamar's sister. I might be saying her name wrong, by the way. Apologies for that. Did you notice how she had a ring, but she didn't have a, yes. a stone in it? Because she didn't the, finish her training. Yeah, that's the kind of, and again, she wasn't, and I think she said she wasn't powerful enough. And so they kind of said, hey, you know, let's, um, that's what happens. You can go get trained, but you might not be able to achieve the rank of accepted or achieve the rank of um, full full sister. So, Yeah. Just just cool stuff. But yeah, those details, I guess. Also, you guys, uh, as we're about to bring Ryan in here in just a little bit, uh, any thoughts on uh, like a little Easter eggs or things that you saw? Because I've got the video up here. And if you give me a timestamp, I'll go back through and, and click on it. Uh, but there were there were some. I'm just, again, right after watching it, there's, there's a lot. Uh, man, I, I loved I just love this episode. I, I mean, that's, that's just where I'm at. I think it's the best episode by far. Um, yeah. I shouldn't say by far because, but it's, it's, it's just, we just watched it, but I do believe the, just the blood snow was, was so good bringing men in. Um, you know, we, you and I had talked about what if they bring men and loyal in, in that same episode, episode five, when we get to Tarvalin. Um, and then I, I think having them separate, giving them each a little time to sort of breathe works well. I don't think we're seeing men again, uh, for a while until, till next season um so i mean but again we don't really see her that often in the books until later well we you don't think is she in the next episode you think i don't think so then no okay no unless there's one more one more viewing of pot on pain or something (laughs) i think we're on i think i think we're on the road i think we're on the road a lot next episode and there's there's gonna have to be a big battle there's a lot of stuff you have to do yeah gotcha um i just figured if you had her that she might be running around or something but uh so what do you think we want to Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So let's go ahead and we'll 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 bring in Ryan for part two of our uh, of our of our of our stream here. So for those of you guys listening on the podcast, um, as and I will have this out too, part two of of the podcast as well. But um, again, to everybody in here in the chat and stuff, leave us comments and let us know. We want to. We 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 got a lot of people in the chat here. Keep leaving us your comments and stuff like that. But we'll go ahead and we'll move on over to part two of our stream. We'll bring in Ryan and see what he. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.